hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I am here today with my friend Deirdre, and she is going to tell us about her experience with three MLMs, uh, but one of them being Amway. Uh, Go ahead. What's your story? Hi. Um, Yeah, so I guess I can just label the three that I was in first. Um, I had started with, I don't know if you've ever heard of, have you ever heard of Stella and Dot? I've heard of them. Yeah, that's like um, it's LuLaRoe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Made Stella and Dot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, w- I think that I was probably 18. I'm not sure, depending on if you have to be 18 for like legally, then I was 18. Um, then that was very short. It was just expensive jewelry and I was so young. So that was just like super short, but I didn't even really necessarily realize that that was multi-level marketing mm. um and then I had done Piffany did you have you heard of that no I haven't okay so Piffany was piggybacked off LuLaRoe um I guess one of somebody that was in LuLaRoe once they started to go downhill they left them and they started their own company called Piffany and I, I believe that I was in that and Amway at the same time because they didn't collide. Like Amway doesn't sell clothes. Right. So I was able to do both. So I actually believe I was in both of those at the same time. So it's Stella and Dot is closed too, right? It's jewelry. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So main, you know, the main thing that I had wanted to talk to you about was my involvement in Amway honestly like Piffany and so and that were just so small but honestly if I would have never done Amway I probably would have never realized the severity of MLMs and like what they really are yeah um so I started I believe it was I was trying to look at my like photos to try to figure out the years but I believe I started in 2017 okay and I had left in 2019 so it was about two years maybe a little more give or take the months that I started and quit um in between that time, I had started to move up in the business. Um, you know, I was actually underneath people that were going to Diamond. Uh, Diamond is the top pin in Amway. So there's a couple different levels, but Diamond's like the end all be all. Um, so it's actually funny. I The day that I got my kit in the mail, I actually sold like six lip glosses. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I remember that I got it. I was out of town and I got it 
kind of late at night and I just posted it on my like Snapchat story, I think. And I was just like, wow, I love this lip gloss. So they have, Amway has like light up lip glosses. I actually miss, I actually really miss them. I loved them so much, but you open it and it lights up and it has a mirror on it. So you could see your like lips and your like if it's a little bit dark or yeah and it had a little mirror and I loved I loved those so much and I just posted it on my story and um I guess somebody I didn't even know how to set up my account yet and I guess somebody bought six of them or it was like multiple people that bought a couple and it added to six and I had my diamond upline text me and she was like what are you doing like are you out on the corner right now it's like 10 30 at night and I was like what and she was like you just sold six of these and I was like what like I had no idea <laughs> So I think that like, there's nothing that gets fire under you more than that, more than just starting your business and you're consistently selling, right? you know, things. And it's like, and then Amway is like really, really keen on like recognition. They, it's like how you were saying with the dopamine, they like really, it's like, I, I looked up when I'd left about cult tactics and that's one of them is like making you feel like you are so special and that you are, you know, doing so good. Yeah. So I think that she, the, you know, girl that is diamond now, I think she had posted something like, Oh, Deidre's out here selling all these lip glosses. Like, what are you guys doing? Like she just started and they kind of, they kind of make, while you're feeling good, they make other people feel bad. Right. You know, like, oh, she's selling six lip glosses. What are you guys doing? Um, and I think, I don't know. So when I had got started, I was reached out to from a friend and he, he had first just told me that he was doing a business and, you know, my, actually my, my family owns a small business. So I've always been really keen on like supporting people that own small businesses and stuff. So, um, I had bought something. I had no idea what it was. I just went on the website and was like, oh, I'll be able to find something I want. So I bought probably a, like a makeup product or something. And what's really interesting is nobody reached out to me to try to join the business. You know, if you know a lot of things about MLMs, when you buy something, people are like, want to sign up, want to sign up, want to sign up. What can I do for you? Want to meet me? Want to do this? Want to meet for coffee? Nothing. It was like radio silence for like maybe six or seven months. I don't, I guess he just was newer in the business. Maybe he didn't want to ask me. Maybe he didn't think that I would want to do it. And so I had just bought a couple things. I'd bought some energy drinks, I think. And I just bought a couple things here and there. I wasn't making a lot of money when I was that age, but I liked to support people. Um, and then about six or seven months, he had asked me if I was interested in coming to a meeting to learn about the business. And I was just like, oh, you have to like, they make it seem so professional by thinking like, oh, a meeting. Yeah. Like that sounds cool. So I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And honestly, like me and just like a backstory of, I'm not sure if I would have ever gotten to Amway if it, if it was been like, if I would have met like a random person at a store, I don't think I would have been into it, but he was like my friend. So I think that's how they get you even more is, oh, you know, it's your friends and you want to do things with them. And so I had went to a meeting and I, you know, it's cloudy for me. I wish I would have done this a little bit sooner after I got out, but I believe I had joined basically then pretty much after the first meeting. Um, honestly, it was the environment that I was in. Um, 
everybody in the business that I was involved in was my age or younger or a little bit older. So I was 20, 21. And they had a group from like 18 to like 25. Like, I don't think there was anybody older than like 25, 26 that was in just our group underneath the team that was going diamond. So like, how fun is that? Right. You know, to be with people. No, sorry. To be with people um, your age. I just thought that that was really fun. And, you know, they, they've, talk about young entrepreneurs and they preach to you, wow, like you guys are going to be young and what do they call it? Like free. That's like the thing like that word. honestly, that word was triggering for me for a long time. When I got out, I was like, ah, don't, don't talk about being free. Yeah. <laughs> in, re- in, re- in retired, like, ah, um, they, you know, they talk about, oh, you guys are so young and you're going to be retired so young and you be able to be with your kids and you have all this money and I don't know. I think when you're so young, it's, that is really, I mean, that's appealing in general, but I think when you're so young, you're like, wow, that, that sounds so cool, you know? Um, and my team, so to go diamond, you have to have six legs that are at 7,500 points. Six legs are six teams of people. Um, Amway was very heavy on like couples. Yeah. Yeah. On like couples, being reaching new levels. Um, so they, they did have, I believe six cup, there might've been one single person, but I, so I was on directly under a team of one of their six people. Um, and they were, they had just hit Emerald when I was getting in Emerald is just underneath diamond or there's one more. I get so confused with all the different things. Yeah. They do but, that purpose, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, anybody that's, Anybody that's listening that's uh, just wanted to know, I was in LTD, Leadership Team Development. So I think Amway has two. One is called Worldwide Dream Builders and one is called LTD. So I was in Chicago. Um, there are like three diamond couples in Chicago that have all gone diamond around the same time. So if you know who they are, I was in one of those, the Chicago people. Um, I, yeah, I just lived like right outside of the suburbs. So we would do a lot. We would go to the city for some of the meetings, but um, yeah. So is there, do you have anything that you wanted me to touch on with the points of the business? What were the meetings like for you? Okay. So honestly, the meetings got, I honestly think the meetings getting so boring for me was honestly part of the reason that got me to leave. Yeah. Because, you know, I do have ADHD and the meetings would just get so repetitive. You, so we would go at, I put a little thing with my meeting. So we would have to get there at seven, but they, they always preach to you about being early. Yeah. And like the first, first people in line are the, are going to be the best. And if you're not in first in line, you're not going to go diamond. Um, and God forbid so, you have other commitments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would rush home from work and put my makeup on and get dressed. And, you know, I think in the beginning, I really liked the meetings because I'm a nanny. So I wear no makeup, my hair in a bun, sweatpants, and I went to school for fashion merchandising. So I think the whole aspect of like, wow, I get to do my hair and makeup and like wear really cute clothes and like go to this business meeting. I think it was fun for me in the beginning. Um, just because I, I didn't wear any fun clothes to work. 
Right. Yeah. But you're wearing comfortable just, clothes where you can chase kids. Right. So I think it just got, so we would have to get there at seven. So the seven to eight meeting was an informational meeting to bring your guests that wanted to learn about Amway. And re- regardless of whether you had a guest or not, you were required to show up. Well, not really required, but only the people that were serious about the business would be there. So right, that's what they course. had said to you. If you weren't serious about the business, then that's fine. But if you want to go buy diamond, then you have to be there. Right. So we would have to sit through the same informational meeting every single Thursday. Our meetings were on Thursday and it was $5 also. Um, so you had to pay inter- to go there? What, yeah, so the what inter- did that money pay for? Well, they claimed that they were paying for the spot because it was at a hotel. Okay. Um, so the informational meetings, it, so it was $5, but if you were bringing a guest, they didn't have to pay for it. Um, but they claimed they were paying for a hotel spot, but I honestly, like after I got out, I had been watching some videos and I, I heard from people that they were paying less than what they were making, but they tried to claim, we don't make any money off this. Like people think we make money off this, but we don't, we're just breaking even because we have to pay for the hotel. But I had heard and I don't know if it's true, but I had just heard that that was a lie and that they, because we were using the same hotel for so long that they had gotten a deal like, oh, every Thursday night for a couple hours, we're going to be here. And I had heard that they were making money off of it. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised. Like, yeah. So then after that was a meeting from eight, eight to nine, it was the business partners only. So if you had a guest, you had to escort them out. Typically you wanted to set up something with them before they walked out the door, because that's, that's how they wanted to keep you in. If, so they would want you to bring your guest to see them, the diamond, the people, my, you know, my business that was going diamonds or anybody else that was higher up so that they could set up, a, you know, like another follow-up meeting. And they always said like, don't let them leave without scheduling something. Cause you know, they might not come back. Right. So the business meeting from eight to nine was just for the business partners and it was always something different. They just talked about, honestly, like it was just so boring. I would just most of the time, like sit and think about other things. Was it like rags to riches stories? Yes. You know, Amory was like super high. They got like a super high on rags to riches stories. Yeah, that's what they want. That's what they wanted. But the meetings weren't not necessarily the stories. What they would do is they would. In the beginning, once for the business partners only, they would do recognition. So if you got to bring some people to the meeting, everybody would get to go up only if you hit these points. So if you brought people to meetings or if you um, had shown a certain amount of QIs, which is just the, or if you scheduled someone to meet with you to talk about Amway and you would get to go up on the microphone and say your name and where you're from and like what you did. And then you would go and sit back down and they would say like, you had to be up there. Like they would like make you feel guilty if you weren't up there. Like if you didn't hit your points, like that's not good. Yeah. Um, and then they would do recognition for other people. So like probably, I think the week that I had sold those lip glosses, they had me come up and they're like, look what she did. And they just make you feel like, wow, like I'm, I'm doing so good. And it's so interesting, right? Because like, if you bought six lip glosses from CVS, CVS wouldn't be like having a party over the lip glosses. <laughs> yeah, they would not. And neither would the person that own, owns that makeup company. <laughs> they would not either. Um, but basically, you know, sometimes the meetings had had recognitions where they would have the point ceremonies where if you had moved up in points, they would do all that. Um, and then 
there was always a night owl. So you always, after nine, and sometimes it would go a little bit longer. Oh, and while you had your business partner there, going back to the one at seven, where if you were having your guests, they would like have people stand up and say how much money they've made in a month, the higher ups. That is so cringy yeah and and honestly it's like they would like my diamond my uplines that were going diamond she would always stand up and say like she had like a little southern accent she would be like the most money that I've made in one month is twenty thousand dollars and but it's like that's one month but they try to make people think like oh my gosh you can make that every month but it's like Amway sends out bonus checks like Amway is actually not an awful company when it comes to like if you take out the cult and you take out all that and you just take out their like business it's actually not an awful company like you get bonuses you get all these things their products aren't awful so you actually do get bonus checks and all that so it's like yeah she I guarantee you she did make twenty dollars twenty thousand dollars in a month are the bonus checks though from recruiting it's yeah it it comes from the points that you hit yeah and then she gets they she was getting money based off of yes how many people were on yeah team so um, that's actually um, how anyone in network marketing is making real money is from recruiting. Right. So I just thought it was thinking about it now. I'm like, that would never happen in a real life, actual professional business meeting. They wouldn't have people stand up and say, how much money did you make last month? Like, that's just not that's just not something that happens. So then after it would, it would. In like corporate world, like it's like so frowned upon to share your salary. Although I do encourage people to share their salaries with people, especially women. Like we need to be talking about that and like, you know, recognizing like, okay, this, this is a total side tangent, but like recognizing like, oh, like, okay, well, like you have this many more years experience than me. It makes sense that you're making this much more money. Is that why you're making this much more money? Or is it something else? Like, um, but like, if you're walking in and you're making the same, or if you're making less than the guy that walked in next to you, like we need to, we need to know these things. So talk about your salaries, people. (laughs) Right. No, for sure. But I think, that it would be a little more private than just like standing up. In front. Right. Yeah, I know. Like you're not going to stand especially up in a like, meeting and be like, and by the way, <laughs> especially someone that's trying to get hired. Like technically these people that are coming to view the business plan are not involved yet. Right. So that's like, that's like having someone in the business at an interview be like, by the way, I made $20,000 this month. Like that just doesn't happen. It feels like such a weird flex to be like, and by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. So and, and, you know, going back to the beginning meeting too, is I remember that they wouldn't say it was Amway for a long time. I mean, the meeting's like an hour, but yeah. they would never say that it was Amway when they were asking you, like when you would go to say, oh, you should come to the business meeting, like what I'm doing, like they would never want you to say that it was Amway because they're afraid that people are going to Google it. Right. And I remember that they wouldn't, they would talk about it and talk about it and talk about it for like maybe 30 to 40 minutes. And they wouldn't say that it was Amway until the end. And they tried to, they tried to like keep talking so that like, they weren't just like, and it's Amway. And like, there was a silence. They just like kept kind of going with the flow and it would, they would just be like, and it's Amway. Okay. And like, it's like, they didn't want it to be a big deal. Like, woohoo, Amway. Like there was no signs. There was nothing. Right. Like they even had a sign in the front of the hotel, like business meeting this way. And it had said nothing about Amway. That's so sketchy. Right. Cause they don't want 
they don't want you to know. Like they would always tell us like, don't look up things on Google because it's just people that failed in the business and they just have bad things to say. And, you know, you don't need to listen to someone that's failed. Right. Which I mean, there, there are parts of it where that kind of makes sense. You're like, yeah, that's true. Like people have negative things to say about my favorite makeup brand and I still buy it. So you think, okay, okay. Like, yeah, but it's like, (laughs) there's always going to be negative and good reviews. And if you just look it up, there's nothing that's good. Right. Exactly. Unless you're in, like there aren't really people that are outside of the MLM that are like, oh my gosh, like I love this company. Right. Or I, I quit, but I had a fantastic time. Like, no. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, after the meetings, they like always would make you stay really late, not make you, but if you want to go big, you have to, um, they would guilt you into staying late. Right. So they would would, behavior control. Right. It would wrap up about nine 30, which is, I mean, that's not super late, but if people have to work, I mean, by the time you get home, but, and our meetings were in one location in the suburbs. And if you didn't live, like, luckily, like I lived really close because just the, where the diamond uplines live, like their home, like everything was within like 20 minutes for me. But if you joined this team, we had people coming from like Indiana. Wow. Because, you know, they joined our team, so they would drive like 45 minutes or an hour and, you know, or people would come from the city because it's like, you know, they could meet you anywhere and have you sign up for the team. So um, they did have a virtual, I don't know if they still had did this with what they were doing during COVID, but they did have a virtual recording of the meeting always in case somebody from your team, like didn't like somebody that wanted to join doesn't live near here, but they would always say like, you have to live like two hours or more away to be on it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So like, if you didn't feel good one day, you would think like a normal business would be like, yeah, you could hop, you could hop on the recording. No problem. No, you were not allowed to access that recording unless you literally live more than two hours away. It might've been three, it might've been like three hours, but I know it was like, they didn't let you even have it unless you lived far away. That's not okay. Um, so then I had, I remember that I, I researched when I was researching like tactics of cults, one of them was making people so tired that they didn't think straight. Yeah. And that was with, I mean, we would be there until two in the morning sometimes. And they would just be rambling and rambling and rattling about things. And I would just be like, I'm so tired. And like, there was sometimes where I did leave. They didn't always have a night all, but most of the time they did. But there were some times where I did leave and then you just feel guilty about it. And then you know that they're talking about you. Like, this is the thing is that they're, they do talk about people that aren't there. Like, badly about people. Like, they would ever, I, I remember being at the Night Owls and when people would quit the business, they would be like, oh, they're such losers. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, they would call people quitters, losers. Like, you don't want to be a quitter. You don't want to be a loser. Like, why would you give up everything? You could, you know, be retired. And they would be like, we're going to be laughing at them when we're retired and 40. Or like, we're, we're going to be retired at 30 and we're going to be in Hawaii laughing at them when they're going to be working their corporate jobs. Like, they would spend time making fun of people that decided that Amway wasn't for them. And I'm like, again, that's something that a normal company would not do. No, exactly. Like, If, if you, you wanted to quit... Yeah. They wouldn't be like, oh, what a loser. What a quitter. Yeah. Like no matter what job you work at, like if you leave like a corporate job or you leave McDonald's, no one's like, oh, you're a loser. (laughs) 
And, and I just don't think that they would spend their time talking about people that aren't there. No. What's the point? Like, um, good for you. I'm glad you got a new job. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The meetings just, I think, honestly, I think that's what made me like, I don't know. I, I remember one day just being like, Ugh, like, I really don't want to go. And I was starting to just have feelings of like, it's so repetitive. It's the same thing week to week to week. And like, you have to be there. Like, there's no, like, you know, and I was, I was 21 at the time. So like 21 is when your friends kind of want to go out on Thursday nights. Like, I don't know what it is about Thursday night, but it's like, woo, Thursday night. And it's like, yeah. it was never an option for me, not even to hang out, not even to, I was single. So it's like not even to set up a date. Like there was nothing. It was like Thursday nights were blocked off forever. Uh, I hate that. And then they did have a once a month meeting on Saturdays from, I believe from one to four, but they had from always was from like 11 to 12 was the expo. So they would show all the products. And then there was usually always something after four, like a dinner or like a group meeting. So it would take up your whole Saturday. Yeah. That's a lot. And of time. Yeah. And I mean, I believe I was <laughs> no. And I believe I was still working a job where I had was working weekends. So I always had to make sure that I was off and like, they didn't care if you had a job that was weekends. They were like, you're going to be there. And it costed $20 or 10. It was either 10 or 20, depending on the stuff. Because they said that it costed more to have that room for longer. So I think it was, I think it was $10, 10 or 20. But then they also had like every two to three months, they would have like a big info session meeting that was usually at a hotel in Oak Brook, which is like, which is close to me, but it would always be at this one big hotel and um it was all the Chicago people so all the three teams that are diamonds now they would all do it together and sometimes people would fly in like the owner of LTD would come and talk and that was like oh my god it was like the biggest thing like people would just freak out over him yeah that was what was also weird to me about Amway is people were like obsessed with this guy with this couple that owns LTD and it was just this like old guy and his wife just this like old white guy and I was like why are we obsessing over just like this old man like I don't I never I never understood it that's so interesting yeah it is weird it's weird how we like fan over these people that really have no reason to be looked up to no not none at all um so yeah the the bigger meetings they would always have someone and those always went super late yeah. And they told you like you you're not going to get anywhere if you don't bring a guest to these big meetings. Like cuz they're going to get to see how many people we have in the business and how fired up everyone is and they would always use that term fired up. Like I don't even like saying it now. Like I've never even said that until I'm getting back in my Amway like thinking space right now. Yeah. But they would just basically say like you're not going to get anywhere if you don't get someone to this meeting. Like you need to get the butts in the chairs for this big info session otherwise it's just not going to happen for you. So how did uh, you end up doing in the business? Like, did you, were you successful? I, I yeah. I mean, oh. I believe that I was, I believe that I had hit pin 600, maybe. No, no. I, I had hit 2000 points, which is like, I believe I had one more step, one or two more steps to get platinum, Um, which isn't terrible for being in two years I mean honestly there's been people there was people in that were in Amway for like almost 10 years that I was surpassing um yeah like 
there's there's people that are still in right now. I always like creep online sometimes, but there's people that have been in for over 10 years that are just like doing nothing, absolutely nothing. Oh, well, and I it's like it's part of being a part of an MLM where it's just meant for you to fail, right? Yeah. I mean, the Kool-Aid's being poured and they're not taking a breath. And it's like, I don't know. I think it's the difference with Amway and other MLMs is if you've never been involved in Amway, you just don't understand that it's like, I mean, I guess, I guess I could compare it to Monet, like all the girls you meet and all the friends you meet. It's like, you meet all these people, but it's like, we are seeing them. Yeah, That's the difference with Amway is that we would see them all the time. You would hang out with them all the time. Like, I know a lot of the other businesses are pretty much like on your phone. Yeah. Like Amway's not on your phone. They don't really want you to post things on Instagram like oh come join my business like they don't they don't want you to message people on Instagram and say like hey they don't want you to message people on Facebook they're about like being in person seeing people like they they would prefer you to run into someone at the store and just strike up a conversation like they were not into the messaging cold calls nothing right they would be okay with you messaging somebody that you have in your phone list right like I remember when you sign up they take your whole phone list and I remember when I left, I had some people message me being like, oh, someone texted me about this. And I had to message them and be like, you're not allowed to have my phone list. I'm not in the business anymore. And I had to go on Google Docs and take delete every phone number so that they couldn't have it because they put themselves on your any Google Doc you make for Amway. They put themselves on it. So they have access to it. Wow. Wow. So they so they had my contact list. And I found if, if people wouldn't have texted me and asked what they were getting called about, I would not have known that they were still getting using my phone list. And I, I do remember, I should have known because I remember them saying, even if you get someone in and they quit, at least you have their phone list and you could maybe find a diamond in their phone list. And then too bad for them because they quit. Oh my gosh. Um, so like, it's like a lot so of predatory. Yeah. So they made us think that we were better than other MLMs because we didn't message people on Instagram. Right. We didn't do the, Hey, hon, Hey, like they made us think we're better than them because we don't do that. We're not predatory like them. We're not. That's right. what, like, I thought, I genuinely thought, well, we're not being like that. And honestly, like I, I probably could have done, I, I did hit a lot of points. I had one person that I sponsored underneath me and then she had sponsored some people. She honestly, like I'm, she actually left, which I'm glad about. Cause I honestly felt terrible once I got out. Cause she was drinking the Kool-Aid, like taking no breaths. Like she was in and I was like, Ooh, like when you get out, you just feel bad. Yeah. That, 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 that was because of you. But, um, I didn't like, I didn't like going to stores and trying to meet people. I'm just not a people person. Like I don't want to talk to people that I don't know. Yeah. So how did you get around and that? Or did you just like, grin I really, it? I really didn't do it to be honest. Um, okay. I know she had had a meeting with me a little bit before I left, uh, my upline that had just went diamond recently. Um, she had had a meeting with me and she had wanted me to be, cause I was on the way to platinum. I really was. And she had wanted me to be a single platinum girl. Cause I didn't, you know, wasn't in a relationship and she was like, you know, like, there's a lot of couples and when people come to us, they think that they can't do it because they're single. And we want to have women like single women that can like show that they can be entrepreneurs and be successful without men. And so she had wanted me to do that. And I was down for it, 
because I think in my head, I was like, wow, I could be like so cool. And like people could look to me and think that I'm like a single platinum girl. And, you know, my name would be thrown around in Amway because she, my upline that was going diamond, she was known. Everybody wanted to know her. Okay, so yeah, they, everybody wanted to know her. She was just really popular in the business. And I think that's part of what made me so interested in wanting to stay in is because like I was with her and I could get into the conferences now, kind of that, you know, talking about her and everyone wanted to know her. I can kind of get, go into the conferences with the meeting if that works. Yeah. Um. So when we would go to, the conferences she would be surrounded by girls that just wanted to be close to her they just wanted to hear what she had to say and I remember like the first time I had gone to a conference she was like telling us like yeah like just so you guys know like if you need me like it'll be hard because like there's just a lot of girls that want to come up to me and it just like it gets kind of crazy and like I think that like I remember a little bit of them like say like I feel like I remember her saying it was a little bit pathetic but then when the girls would get there she was like pretending like she loved them but then she would be like yeah it's kind of weird that they just like all want to stand around me oh that's Um, weird but so the conferences were a little bit expensive um the tickets were I think like $150 which isn't awful for like a three-day conference but we had to take a bus or we would drive depending on like, if they, like when they were in Kentucky, we would drive. Um, but when they were far, we would take like a, you know, like a, like just those nice buses. Yeah. Like a and coach the bus t- or something. Yeah. And the, the bus tickets were usually like $120 or $150 That's a person. Crazy. Yeah. And I think they made money off that too, for sure. Because I just don't think because the buses would be full yeah and I just feel like they made money off of that and you know it's like we had to pay them there was no like oh go online and buy a bus ticket and this is what it costs for the like the website would have a bus we had to Venmo them money so it's very possible that they were hiding how much it actually costs because we just Venmoed them money same thing with the hotel they would shove like five girls in a hotel room and then they would say it's like two hundred dollars for like two nights and I'm like, five people, there was always five girls in a hotel room. Like, one person always had to sleep on the floor and or, like, the couch. Terrible. Like, imagine spending $200 and then you're the one that gets to sleep on the floor. Yeah, well, it was always the high, higher up. Whoever was the highest up in the room slept on the floor. Um, oh. Or, like, the couch. If they could shove, like, two couches together, they would sleep on it. But honestly, like, they didn't care about sleep. Because when you're at a conference, it's you yeah. want to get around the most people that you can. You don't sleep. So, um, yeah, I mean, it would end up being like plus with like food and I feel like it would be like $500, which is like kind of a lot when you're strapped on an Amway budget, um, you know, talking about a little more of the budget is, I know we didn't get into it before. Um, the platform that we had to use, I think was $90 a month. Um, yeah, for the messaging. So it was a messaging page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about the messaging yeah. page. So and the like messaging. You could literally just use your phone. Like you could literally just text people. Right. 
Right. So the messaging app, I believe, was like $90. And you got to do everything. It was kind of like emailing almost. But then you also got podcasts with your monthly bill. So there was like different levels of the messaging board. Like there was a higher one than I than I had. Um, like the VIP one that came with more p- podcasts because the podcasts weren't free. So if you wanted to listen to any recordings from any previous conferences, like, so if you were going up on stage and you were giving like a, like a, you know, whatever you would do that was recorded. Oh. And so you could buy previous ones and then they would also just do like podcasts of just them talking about businesses, but most of them were from the conferences and you got, I think maybe six free podcasts with your monthly membership and then the rest were not you had to buy them or your your upline could send them to you so if they already bought it they could send it to you as like a gift oh, um what a kind yeah gift. yeah <laughs> so kind so they kind of they they promoted like listening to those in the car you could never they never wanted you really to listen to music yeah. So even if if we were going to conference, they would be like, "Oh, how many are you going to listen to? The drives twelve hours. You could probably listen to five. Wow. Or six. Like they would play a movie for us. They would play play. They would play. They would play a movie for us, and then we would go to bed, and then we were expected to listen to like podcasts, and we were expected to do. Yeah, so they would show us a movie and then we would have to like just go to sleep and then the next day we would get up and we would be expected to do all that. But imagine like literally being an adult and being on like one of those buses and trying to go to sleep. No. <laughs> like it was awful. And um, sometimes, like I said, we, we would drive or yeah. uh, take the bus. But so the, the, me- the messaging platform was, I believe, 90. It first started off at 60. So when you joined, it was $60. And then after like three months, it went up to 90. Oh my gosh. Um, um, so at the conferences, um, offline, we talked a little bit about like, there was some faith stuff that was going on. Do you want to get into that? Yeah. So the conference was usually like Friday night when you get there, it was Friday. And then Saturday was a whole day. And then Sunday was the church service. So they. Amway was super heavy on like being, I don't know necessarily what religion, probably just like Christian, um, Christian. And so even if you weren't, they would like encourage you to come to the church meeting. So they usually had like a Christian band that would play and then they would have, sometimes they would have like a speaker and then the owner of LTD would come and speak and honestly like I grew up going to church I grew up going to church every Sunday and I grew up like as a Lutheran but I'm more just like Christian now um and I thought these were very weird yeah like I was like what's going on like this person is not a pastor he's not like ordained like he's not a pastor but he like thinks he can run a church service like I remember saying that I remember being like what oh is there a pastor like a pastor comes and they were like, oh no, it's just like Larry. And I was like, he's not a pastor though. That's um, so I just thought it was weird, but I was like, well, at least I'm not missing church. Cause I don't go at, you know, as much anymore with, with COVID. But at that time I was going every Sunday. So I was like, well, at least I'm not missing church. Like, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Um, and oh, it would be so long too. I was like, I'm never going to complain that my church 
that I'm bored ever again. Like when I went back home, I was like, I'm never complaining that this church service is too long ever again. Cause I've never been in like a three hour church service in my entire life. Three it would hours? Be, oh yeah. It would be so long. I mean, everything in Amway was long. There was nothing short, but you would get there, there would be music. And then he would talk for a long time. Just, he would just ramble on for a long time. He probably had ADHD, you know, as well as I do. And he would just go off on these tangents. And I was like, dude, what are you talking about? But at the church services, he was very into making sure you knew that Amway was about being Republican and being Christian. Oh. Yes. The right way is the right way. He would always say, being right is right. Being left is wrong. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I like, there's a lot of things that I don't remember because I would just like think about other things because I was just so bored. Yeah. But something I will never forget is when he was talking about how abortion is wrong. And I remember he said that and I looked up and I was like, where am I? Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, seriously, where am I? And like this man, this like old man is standing on stage talking to hmm, 20, 30,000 people. And he thinks he has the right to talk about abortion being wrong when you are a man and you don't even know what it would be like. Right. Right. I'm like, he, what I literally remember looking around and I was like, does anybody else get, is anyone else offended? Or am I the only one? Like, is everyone so brainwashed that they think this is okay? Did you notice anyone else that was like, you know, I, a little bit, but I think I was too afraid to like ask people if, because I think I was too afraid to ask people because, you know, it's like, you can't talk negative ever. That was like a thing in Amway is that you can never say anything that like wouldn't be positive. Like you always have to just be happy and everything's fun and, you know, you can't ever be negative so I don't know I I think I had said it to someone else before and one of my friends was like yeah that's like I don't I just don't get what ha- that has to do with Amway and I also like like I said I grew up going to church and I I do I I do believe that I'm sure some of the pastors that I've had in my day agree that abortion is wrong but no one's ever said that right no right. one has ever said that because like I just I I remember just being appalled at that and and I had gone to you know there was four conferences a year so I had gone to many and he said it every time oh my gosh I'm like he said it yeah and I I remember looking and I'm like I wonder how many women in this room have had one yeah I wonder how many women in this room have had one and this old man is telling them that it's wrong yeah I was, yeah, so, so he, yeah, he would just talk about that, and then they would always show these videos about charities that they supported, so because they were so rich and had all this money, they wanted to make sure they knew that they supported, like, charities, Mm -hmm. so they had these two that they would always show videos of. One is, like, one of the Diamonds, I guess, owns this charity. It's, like, a boys' church camp, and they, they do all this stuff and whatever, and then there was another charity too. And then one of them was a girl's uh, home for like sexual abused women um, and women that had a child that were left 
you know, whatever and, and abuse and um, recovery of drugs. They had these homes where the women could live with their kids and stuff. Um, and it was called, I don't remember what it was called, but they would be supporting that and they would show two videos of like that they made of it. And then once the videos were over, they would ask for money. Like they would ask you to donate to their charities. And I was like, dang, okay. And it's like, I think I looked when I was also researching about cults, I think I looked up that it's called like emotional manipulation or something. Yeah. Where when you're like really sad, because the videos were sad. I mean, they were showing, especially with the girls one. I mean, I think that resonates with girls more when you see like a woman that was kicked to the curb with a baby and they're so young like that, that just like, that doesn't apply to me at all, but that just makes you feel sad. Right. Makes you want to help people. Right. So they did that a lot with the emotional manipulation. Um, That's the term I was looking for. Uh, And they would pass around like a little paper and you would have to put like which charity you wanted to support and how much money you wanted to donate. And if you didn't have cash, they literally had a thing where you could write in your credit card number. Oh my God. Card. Yeah. But also like you just like all of the things that you're spending money for, for this convention. And now they're asking you to donate to like, talk about bad timing, but like also like guilty. You're in this room full of people and everyone's writing stuff down on this piece of paper. So you're like, well, I have to too. Otherwise I'm going to look like a D bag. Right. Yeah. I mean, I always just gave like 10 or $20, but, um, yeah, they had, they had had people come in and talk and talk about these charities. If everyone in the room gives 10 or $20, like that's right. a lot of money. And you know that the high up people were giving more than that. Yeah. You know, the people that good. it's all about say, like looking good. Right. They got, yeah. And I know that the charities, I think the women's one wasn't owned by anyone in that way. They were just connected with them probably because they were getting so much money mm-hmm. that they didn't want to turn it away. And maybe they didn't know anything about Amway, but I believe the one that had to do with boys, I believe that was owned by Amway. Like, I think that was a charity that they owned. So is the money, how much money is going there? We don't know. Right. And the other thing about, and this is true about any business. So like if you go to stop and shop or your local grocery store and there have a charity and you give a dollar to write your name on the little clover or whatever, right? The that company gets to use that money as a tax write-off. Right. Yeah. So same thing with Amway. Like, they get to just be like, oh, we're writing off all this money for taxes. Right. And the conferences were just so long. I remember like, you're just so tired. Yeah. Like you didn't really sleep on the bus right there. Cause I think we would always leave on like Thursday night. You didn't really sleep. And then it's like, you get up in the morning and you're on a bus or in a car or whatever you get there. And it's like, oh, if we drove, we would leave like really early Friday morning. Because sometimes they were in Kentucky, but it's like you didn't sleep and you have to sit in these. I mean, you're in like an arena. Yeah. So you're just sitting there and like some of it would start early, like Saturday, and you would just be there all day. And then you would have like a little break, but even the break, like you had to eat. So we would usually go out to a restaurant. So it's like we're really not even having a break. And I just remember it was like, God, it was just, I would leave sometimes. Like I would get up and go outside into the hallway and sit there by myself because I was like I can't do this like it's so much talking and it's so much meetings but 
I remember like some of them, I was just sitting there and I'm like, I don't know what, what this is doing for me. Like, I don't know what I expected the first time I went there, but I think I expected them to talk more about business and they were just talking about their stories. Yeah. Like I was saying that you had said before, like rags of riches, like Amway is just super like wanting those stories. So they would have like people that were diamonds come up and talk and like the people that were so deep in Amway were just like so excited. They're like, I can't wait to hear this person talk. And I'm like, I don't really could care less. Like, I don't know who they are. Right. Like, yeah, you know, and they would talk about their stories and they would, but it's like, if you've been in the business, you already know their story. Right. So it's like the, I think that's why the longer I was in, I had just gotten so bored. Like I've heard the story. Why do I have to continue to go to meetings where I know what they're going to say? Like, and when I had gotten out of Amway, I probably could have recited that hour meeting info session. I probably could have recited it Wow! because yeah. it's like, it's repetitive. And, you know, they always say, oh, well, it doesn't matter if you have new people here. Right. You know, it, it wouldn't matter if it's repetitive because it's not repetitive to them. They're new, which is true. But, you know, sometimes they would show at the conferences, they would have videos of people's houses that they would show. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I remember they had, like, literally, like, one time they had, like, a 10-minute video of this guy's, like, home and estate and, like, all the land they owned. And I was just sitting there, like, why do I care? Yeah. Like, if you if I, if I you invited me to your home and I was looking through your home, all right, that's a different story. Like, I, I'll come see your big home. That's fine. Yeah. But do I do I need to see a video of it at a conference? No, I do not. Yeah, that's not um, what you paid money to go and do. Yeah, no. So it was like long. And then Saturday night was always when the owner of LTD, Larry, came on. And oh, it was long. And it would, we would be up really late. And then they would have night owls after. And so like I said, the people that I was under, they are Diamond now, but they were Emerald then. They are directly sponsored by the people that own LTD. Wow. So that's that's how I was kind of hired. Like, we just had a lot of experiences that most people in Amway and LTD did not because like we were two lines down from the owners of LTD. Right. You know, like I was sponsored by someone, they were sponsored by the now diamonds, the diamonds are sponsored by the owners of LTD. So we got a lot more time with them than most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the conferences, sometimes we would get like, after it was over, he would come by us. And I remember like other people would be like, wow, they're so lucky. And and it's like something about that just makes you feel like, wow, I'm lucky. Yeah. You know, like people would walk past you and be like, wow, like, I can't believe they get to just stand there with him and the couple, like not only the owners of LTD, but the people that I was sponsored by, like I said, were like celebrities in Amway. Yeah. So they would be like, these people have it so good. Like, they're so lucky. Like, I can't wait till they go diamond. Like, wow, that's crazy. And you know, so we'd be up all night. And then, like I said, the church service on Sunday, I believe was at, you know, like nine or eight in the morning. And, you know, they would like try to convince people to go, even if they're not religious. Like, even if someone's like, yeah, I don't believe in God. I'm not religious. They would be like, well, like you should try. And then they would like do like a thing where they, I forgot to say this. They would like save you. Like the guy would be like, if you feel compelled to be like saved by Jesus. And I was like, you are not a pastor. You can't say that you're saving somebody. Yeah. Like they would, they would bring up the people that from the, from the band that has the music and, but it's like, they're not pastors either. Yes. They're a Christian band, but nobody here is a pastor. Like 
how can you say, and I guess like you could say you were saved by Jesus at any point in your life, I guess you don't need a pastor to be present. I just thought it was weird. Yeah. No, and they would like do this. Yeah. They would like do this big thing where they would be like, if you feel like Jesus saved you today, like come down to the front. And so they would have, and you know, people are emotional. Like if you are really feeling something, people are emotional and they would have you come to the front and then like he would be up there the owner of LTD and he would be like touching people's arms and they would give you a bible and I remember I had to go up there one time because the girl that I had sponsored wanted to go up and you're supposed to kind of go with Mm -hmm. the people and I was just like I feel so weird I don't know and I remember like they you know my upline was like oh it's good you're going up there and I'm like I was born going to church I don't need to like be up here claiming that like this random person like saved me like I don't know what I'm doing right like I just thought it was very very weird and I think maybe because I grew up going to church that was weird for me but maybe people that have never been to church before wouldn't really understand why that was weird uh so I don't know that could have been part of why I just thought it was very odd but yeah the conferences were were a big deal and you had to get your, t- oh, you had to have your ticket like super early in advance. Like this, they wanted you the second the tickets came out to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've experienced that too. Yeah. Cause you know, they need to create this false sense of like, they're all going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so back to like the messaging app, there was, we had a special message that you could only be in if you d- completed all of these points otherwise you got kicked out oh and part of it was you had to have your ticket the day it came out oh and sometimes the tickets were money yeah and I mean at the time I didn't have a lot of money because of what I was spending in Amway and I also wasn't making as much as I am now I was younger yeah so honestly like I never had a savings account until I left because I had no money I was living off my paychecks um but you so the point the points of it were I'm trying to remember you had to you had to be you had to have the conference ticket the day that it came out you had to be at your sales goal every month which was you had to personally buy 150 dollars worth of points which is or 150 points which is about 400 dollars nope a month no <laughs> so yeah Hard so 100 150 points personal. It's about four, it's about 350 to $400 of products. But honestly, it's not that hard to spend it when they have convinced you that you need to buy everything and replace all your products. So if you're buying shampoo, conditioner, makeup, you know, they they tell you, well, it's all, it's all the products you're buying at the store. So just get it from us. But I'm like, looking back on it, I'm like, I do not spend $350 a month on all these products. I just don't like now, even now I don't. Yeah. Um, so you would have to do, and then, and then you had to have 50 customer points. So it was 150 personal points, 50 customer points. And, um, if you didn't have that, a lot of times people just, you could like cheat the system and you could put something in as a customer point. That's not like my mom bought, my mom bought things for me, but it was, it was in my order. So I would have to go and personally be like, my mom bought this, my grandma bought this. Cause I would just do it in my order. Right. Um, most of the time I did have customer points cause I did have people buying things for me, but they bought it when I purchased. So right. I had to go in and like make them a customer, do all that jazz. But I know people that had no customer points that just went in and said, Oh, someone bought this for me. And they didn't. And they told us that, like, I remember hearing that from someone higher up that you can do that. Cause I was like, what happens if I don't get customer points? And they were like, just lie. 
Oh my god. Then why do they even have these rules? That's so uh right. Well, well, because because I would never say it live. If I had a downline, I'd be like, Yeah, I got it. Right. It's like don't ask, don't tell. You know, there's so many things. It's like a hush hush in Amway. Like, so I, I believe that's what it was. It was the points that I think you had to you had to go to the phone meetings where it was like every Sunday they had meet if you lived close enough, which like I said, I did, you had to go to their house and like get together a notepad of like people you wanted to call and call people. Um, like I said, it was like, they, they didn't really necessarily do cold calls. It was like people that you knew. Yeah. So you had to do that. You had to, there was probably some other things you had to do, but the fact that you had to do all these requirements to be on the messaging platform is just insane to me. Yeah. Um, so, but there was just a lot of things like, like I said, with the don't ask, don't tell, like you couldn't drink being in Amway. Um, I know there's a lot of MLMs that they do support drink. Like a lot of the girls do drink or they talk about like drinking wine, alcohol, like you can't drink, you can't go out. Like if you have a free moment, you should be doing Amway. Wow. Or sleeping. Like if you have a free moment, you should be listening to a podcast. If you have a free moment, you should be out at Target trying to find people. You should be like looking for customers. Like if you have free time, you should not be like having fun basically. Um, and so like, no, you couldn't drink, but every, but like basically everybody did. It's just that you couldn't talk about it. Like I was working at a bar at the time and I, I saw people that would come into the bar that I, that were in Amway and I'd be like, Hey, and they'd be like, don't say anything. I just really wanted to come out. Oh my God. And, and like, it's so weird because like the whole point of making money is so that you can live your life and make so that you can live your life yeah and like have fun and right. do cool things and whatever whether yeah. that's drinking or not like you know whatever like yeah and same thing with the doing stuff like it was like if you want to do something you better have all your purchase of amway like you can't like i remember i actually i was going to go this was like around the time when i was quitting but i had bought tickets to see the jonas brothers concert and my upline really wanted to go and she was like, yeah, I really want to go. I really want to go. And I remember like, I went up to her and I told her that I got the tickets at the, at the info session at the meeting and her, I don't think they were married yet. Her fiance was like, mm, I don't, I don't think we should be doing that. Like, I don't, how much did that cost? And I was like, I don't know. I think they were like 110 or something. And he was like, mm, that could be money we could be spending on Amway. Like, I don't think that we should be going to a Jonas Brothers concert. And like, I could tell, like, she like just looked sad. Like her eyes were just like, oh. cause he was like, mm, no. Oh, that's so sad. So, um, what were some of the things that like were red flags for you that finally got you out of Amway? Um, like I said, I, I honestly think I'm a pretty like decisive person. Like when I decide I want to do something or don't want to do something, I'm kind of just like, okay. Like, I don't necessarily always think about things, which can be bad, but in this, in this instance, it was good for me. Um, I kind of remember just like being like, I, I kept having feelings that I just didn't want to go to the meetings and then I just didn't want to be there. And I don't know, it's weird because I wasn't really ever two feet in the door with Amway, which is, I think why it was easier for me to leave. I think I was always one foot in, one foot out. And if somebody was you know, hearing me say that, that's involved in Amway, they would be like, well, that's why you didn't make it. Cause you were never all in, right. but it was very hard to be all in when you hear the things that they say and you see the things that they do. Um, it was just hard for me to be all in when they would say things. And I'd be like, 
uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I think it was like the combo of like, I just didn't want to go and I didn't really see it going anywhere. And I was kind of just getting up, like, I was kind of just missing, like, like I said, I was young. I was like, I, I feel like sometimes when I look back on it, I feel like being an Emily, like stole my like young twenties. Yeah. And it's like sad. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely kind of the vibe that I've been getting from your story is that like you turned 21 and you were like, I can't do any of the fun things with my friends. Yeah. So I don't know. My friends were like supportive, but nobody really ever was like, mm. I had one friend say like, oh, it's a scam, but you know, it's hard to they get into your head that like, it's not. And that like, those people are jealous. And like, I remember they would always say, well, pyramid schemes are illegal. So yeah. there's no way we could be one because they're illegal. And like thinking about that now, I'm like, yeah. yeah, they're illegal, but people do illegal things every day. <laughs> like, right, exactly. It can be the smallest thing from jaywalking to right running a pyramid yeah. scheme. Right. So I, I, you know, like I remember like she, she used to tell us this crazy story. And I think this is what I was thinking of a lot of times. Like I would try to think, like, be like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I would try to think of these stories that they would tell. And I'd be like, mm. I don't think that this is like good. I remember she would tell the story a lot of times at the the info sessions and she would say how she when she he, her husband was in the business before her and when she wanted to get in she really just got in because she liked him and he was like, "Well, you know, you should come see what I'm doing otherwise I can't really date you." That was the thing too with Amway is that you couldn't date people if they weren't in the business. Right. Um and so she would say, she would always tell the story about how one time he told her that she needed to replace all the products with Amway products. And she was like, well, I'd rather just use up my things before, and then I could buy them. And that, that sounds normal, right? Let's use right. up the products before we buy new ones. And she told us how one day she came home from work and her, all of her stuff was gone. Oh my God. And he came in her apartment, her roommate was home. So he had just knocked on the door and her roommate's like, well, this is her like boyfriend. Like, yeah, I'll let him in. And he took all of her things that could be replaced with Amway products, makeup, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, et cetera, threw it away. And she told the story about how she's like, yeah, like, you know, a lot of people say that things that sounds kind of harsh, but like, it just got me to realize how real this, how real he was about the business. And like, if he wouldn't have done that, like, who knows where I would be? And I'm like, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, right. you are crazy pants. Right. Like you're throwing someone's things away. Like, I think it sounds like if somebody, if I wanted to go buy, like, I don't know, a new perfume, maybe I would be like, oh, I'll just wait till I use it all. Right. Like that sounds reasonable to be like, well, I have a shampoo and conditioner. I don't need to buy another one until it's gone. Right. Not to mention like, that's all money. Like that's all money that they just threw away. Like. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I just like, I, I buy like salon quality shampoo. So if somebody just threw away my salon quality shampoo, I'd be so mad. Like that's a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot like, of money. So, and you know, she, she, they would always tell her story, her and him about how they had no money, you know, when they were younger and now they do. And, you know, they, I remember they would like tell these odd stories about how her and like all the people that are still in Amway would like sit around and like hardly have anything to eat 
and like I'm like why are, that's not cool to talk about that you guys had like no food but you had money for Amway right yeah like yeah we like hardly had anything to eat we would like make these like little box meals and just like share it and hardly have anything to eat but it was fun yeah. like excuse me I mean yeah it was just it was like and also it was like the late nights I think for me like I was just like so tired and Mm -hmm. you know they would like randomly be like oh let's meet up at Denny's at 10 p.m and talk about like business and like I'd be like what how about no (laughs) yeah I felt I always felt really weird in Denny's like I was like I know there's like weird people go to Denny's late at night but like this is even more weird like they would like rent out like the price like Denny's always had like a big room and they would like rent it or like have a sit in there and I was like we just look so weird right now yeah but um another thing that I had wanted to mention was like that how they push like credit card debt on you oh not necessarily uh, not not debt obviously but they push like credit cards like so Amway actually has a credit card that you can get oh um, and I remember at one point they were like, oh, um, you get a hundred points added to your, so like I said, remember how I got 2,500 points was the highest I've ever reached. Yeah. They would add a hundred points to your system. So like if I had 2,500 points, if I got the credit card, I'd have 2,600 and that's like a big deal. Like a hundred points is a lot. Like yeah. if someone bought a lip gloss from me, I would get like seven points. So like a hundred points is a big deal. Yeah. And they would add. They would add a hundred points to you if you got this credit card and you got approved. But that's like, now that I'm older, I realize that like even applying for a credit card and you don't get approved ruins your credit. Right. And you've got 18 year olds here that you're convincing to sign up for a credit card. Right. Um, so I got it and I got approved for the credit card. I think my limit was like 1500 and like, honest to God, I still had that credit card and I still had debt on it because like, I would put all my Amway stuff on it. And like, I still had money to pay off. I mean, I'm paying it off, but like, I still had money on that credit card. And like, I'm so grateful that I didn't get approved for more money. Yeah. Like, I'm so grateful that 1500 is all, cause I could pay that off right now if I had to. Right. Um, so I'm so grateful that I didn't get approved for more. Um, but the people above us, my upline, the girl, um, that are their platinums now um she, I remember her telling me about how they were in like a lot of credit card debt because they just push like buy all these things you need to get here you need to get here and so they I remember they were pushing them to do what they can because they're going to get a $20,000 bonus check so it's okay because they're going to get a $20,000 bonus check well right after I got out of Amway was when they got it they got married they had hit that right when I had left it and I heard from someone that was still in the business I went to a bar with a couple of my friends that had quit and someone that was still in the business came and she told me that she they got their $20,000 bonus check and that our diamond upline took it from them what yep because they claimed that she owed them money because I guess they were like I said about the transferring money, how you can buy something and make it customer points. Yeah. You can also buy something and transfer it to other people Oh, because, you know, everything, everything that, that they do is for them. You know that with MLMs, the top yeah. people are doing what they do is for them. And they needed, they needed us to be their sixth leg to go diamond. They needed us. So I, I believe they would buy things and put it under our team so that we could reach 7,500 points. They needed us to go Q12, which is where you do 7,500 points for 12 months out of the year. And so I think they were buying things and putting it under their team. 
And so when they got thrown, I remember she was telling me, I need, I need to pay off my credit cards with this $20,000. Like we're not really going to have much money left because we have to pay it off. And I remember hearing from somebody that they took it. That is nuts. So I don't know. There's a lot of things like that, that that happen, like a lot of lying. But I guarantee you, they stand up on those meetings every Thursday and they say, the most money I've got in Amway is $20,000 when yeah. they didn't get a dime. Right. I can, gar- I can guarantee you that they stand up there and say the most money they've made is 22 or how much. Because, you know, you get extra on that. Right. You know, with whatever their monthly paycheck is, I can, I would be willing to bet everything that they stand up there every week and say that's the most money they've gotten when they didn't get to keep it. Yeah. So it's oh just, th- think, I think it's things like that. That yeah. is what made me leave for sure. All right. So the, is there any, um, like big things that you wanted to mention before I give you your final question? I think Honestly, I think I've kind of said what I wanted to say. Um, You know, I think that like I could probably go on for so long about all those things, but it's like you shouldn't do that. (laughs) Well, there's just so much, you know, there's There's just so so many many things things that happen. And like Amway is, and in my opinion, Amway is the cultiest of all of the MLMs. Um, 100%. It definitely is. Yeah. Like it's definitely like has the most cult culty things that happen in it. Yes. Um, and I think it's because they get you to come in person so much. Yeah. Well, I think it's like the, the night owls, the, yes. I, I don't know. Yep. Like it, it is a lot of in-person stuff um, that like, you know, some people, I, I had some in-person stuff when I did Plexus, but like, that was all like our small little group. And we were all yeah. friends and we would, like, we would all just like go to the bar and we'd be like, we're having a Plexus meeting. And yeah. like, yeah. um, and we would stay up late and stuff like that. But like, it was all really like self-driven. It wasn't organization driven. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure that there are other people yeah. that had experiences like that where like they would like their little like group would do in-person things and that would get kind of culty but yeah. like, this is like on such a bigger scale yeah oh and I was gonna say too is that they push marriage on like really young people yeah that- I don't know if you've heard that with Amway but they like we we I mean like I said everybody in my team is like 25 and under and there was like three or four engaged couples when I was leaving Wow. because they push, like I said, my upline, they got married and not, not that 24 is super young to get married, but I know that it's like, because they were right. They push right. it because then you can be a couple and then you can have your Amway business and you get to merge your business when you get married. So your points yeah. are all, all it's easier when you're married. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So my end of podcast question is, what is your anti-MLM why? Does that mean like why you don't so agree like, with them? I don't know if in Amway you guys had like a why, like why you're doing Amway. That's like a big We really thing. did not. Okay. I don't so, think. And a lot of other MLMs, you have to have a why that makes you cry. Oh gosh. Yeah. We did not you know, have like, that. I need to, I need to sell this because I need to make sure my kids have the life that they well, deserve. Yeah, they did. Well, they did say that. They didn't say it like a white, but they did say they did do a lot of those like your kids 
well, you're setting up a future for your kids and that kind of stuff. So I guess they did have a why. Maybe they just didn't say it like that. That's why I didn't think about it. But yeah. So I guess MLM why it does my, not have I, to you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would just be like anti MLM why would just I wouldn't want to do it because I like having a life and and money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to be able to do what I want to do without asking because in Amway you did have to ask everything you wanted to do. And I'm an adult. I don't need to ask. You don't need to ask what I want to do. And I think that was, that's definitely the why is that I want to do what I want to do and have more money. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Like, honestly, like, I feel like these Amway episodes are just so fascinating because it is very much different than what the other MLMs go through. So I really appreciate you making time for me and um yeah yeah definitely like anybody from any branch of Amway is always going to have different but similar stories so yeah it's definitely cool to hear all the different people that you have from Amway yeah it's really it's really cool so thank you so much thank Um, you if you liked this episode make sure that you share it with your friends take a screenshot post it on Instagram or Facebook um you can tag the podcast in it um you can also rate it on apple podcast or on spotify there's like a little like star rating on spotify now or you can write a written thing on apple podcast and i would appreciate it so so much if you did but anyways i hope that you guys enjoyed and i hope you have a fantastic day bye everyone